I'm Grace Tory, and you're listening to That Girl the Podcast. Grab a beverage of choice and settle in, because the new episode is starting now. Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl, Grace Tory, and I am back with a whole new podcast episode. I think you can tell by the Five Seconds of Summer t-shirt and the eyeliner that things are a little different this episode. We're shaking it up. I have been keeping a secret from you since the podcast began. I've told you about this, but I don't think I have really dove, dove, dived into how deep this goes. So today's episode is going to be all about fangirls. If you are a fangirl, this is for you. We ride at dawn. This is all about fangirling. So I have told you guys that I love One Direction. I talked to you about the five seconds of summer concert I went to. I did a bunch of episodes about Taylor Swift and we'll probably do more. But I don't know if I went into the extent of how much I truly love all of them and what fangirling has done for me in my career as well as the impact it's had on my life and things like that. So I thought for this episode we would just dive into my fangirling life and how it's gotten me to where I am today. Talk about all of the big, you know, guys. What am I talking about? Talk about all the big bands. I'm so excited. (laughs) And just reminisce on the good old days. So I'm really excited. I have to leave to go to Target at 7 and it's 6.17 now. So I really am going to have to try and condense everything. And this has been 11 years of fangirling. Um, I took a break and I haven't been as into it as I once was, but it still had a huge impact on my life and my career. So that's why I'm talking about it. All right. So I don't know... Let's just go back to when everything started. So back in the day, I'd say like 2012 or 2013, I wish I could scroll all the way to the bottom of the fan account because I still have it and get to the very first post, but it's it has like thousands of posts, um, like nine or 10,000 or something literally insane. But sometime between 2012 and 2013, my best friend at the time and I decided we were going to make a One Direction fan account as you do when you are in the seventh, eighth grade. I think we're going into the eighth grade and it was the summer before. So we were vibing, we were cute. We thought we were way older than we are as one does in middle school. And we wanted them to love us as one does, which I think in the back of my mind, I knew that like One Direction was too old for me. And it kind of grossed me out, like, how much older they were. So I never looked at them like, man, I want to date them. Like, I kind of knew that they wouldn't go for someone four to six years younger than them. And that was me. So it was, like, very admirable. Like, I looked at them as an older brother or something. I don't really know. We were bullied a lot at this time. So this was, like, our escape from reality if you will so this is kind of dark but that's how it all started and this fan account became my whole life I did write fanfic and I'm so glad that I did because it made me such a good writer um and at the time it wasn't like I wasn't doing anything weird I wasn't like writing anything smutty or gross or like something that a 13 year old shouldn't be doing it was very like wholesome but it did help me grow as a writer and um that got me through so much. I was helping people write college essays. 
Um, my writing got me a full ride to college, so I'm really not mad about it. Like, it was a vibe at the time, but I did the full experience. And at the time, the only way to grow on Instagram was to do shout out for shout out. Do y'all remember follow for follow, shout out for shout out? Follow for follow does not work. It did not work. And I was the queen of shout out for shout out. I shout out for shout outed until I could no longer do it. Literally physically. I did that for years. And we ended up getting up to like 22,000 followers, 21,000 or 14,000. No, okay. I'm thinking of our dog's TikTok account. We ended up getting to 14,000 followers or something like that. So pretty good, right? Pretty big. Um, it was awesome. <laughs> I love this thing. So they knew about it in middle school and it kind of added to the bullying, stressed me out. So then in high school, I didn't tell anyone about it. And I literally felt like Hannah Montana. I would stay home sick for pre-sale tickets. I would have meet and greets at the concert and people would actually show up. I'm not talking like big crowds. I'm talking like maybe three or four people would show up and meet me. I was Hannah Montana. Like I literally thought I was, I, I thought I was the shit and proud of it. Like honestly, very proud of it. So I learned how to do graphic design because I would make the little, you know, the pictures for people where you would like Photoshop them in with the famous person. I did that for people and it taught me Photoshop skills. Shout out to graphic design. And I just, I mean, I had so many friends. We were all kicking it. Some of my best friends I met from this that I still talk to today, literally guys, crazy. And I, I think this is why I love Brittany Broski so much because she is me, we are one, we are literally the same person when it comes to this. Like, I was kicking it with all my internet friends talking about Harry and Niall and, you know, the boys. And then I went to Take Me Home tour and you know who I saw there? Five Seconds of Summer. Chef's Kiss. I still have the original fan merch that I got at the Take Me Home tour when they opened for One Direction. That is right. That is right, and I will brag about that till the day I die. I am better than everyone. <laughs> like, I, oh my God, I saw Luke Hemmings and my world changed because we're really close in age. I think we're only like two years apart. So I was like, you know what? They're not super famous. This could happen. Luke was like my ideal man. And I was, oh, man, I was sold. So the thing about this concert is it was after eighth grade. So graduated from eighth grade, I switched schools to a new high school and no one knew about it. But between the eighth grade and the ninth grade, that summer I went and saw them. And that was when I was introduced to One Direction, or not in One Direction, knew them, five seconds of summer. And that was when I decided that I would marry Luke Hemmings. That is correct. I decided that he and I were gonna be soulmates. Now, obviously it didn't work out, he's happily engaged, I am happily in a relationship, and we're not dating, spoiler alert. But I did, I did manifest some things along the way, and I will tell you about them eventually. So, love that man, kisses. I love the whole band, honestly, I still love them, and that's why I support them, still go to their concerts, like I love them like old friends because they are I mean I grew up with them I ran into these guys a long time ago 
went through literally puberty, high school, heartbreak, all the things in between, my parents getting divorced, my mom getting cancer, all of that, shout out to Five Seconds of Summer because I don't know if they realize how much they have helped me. And One Direction too, like both of them. Any bullying, One Direction was especially there for because that was in middle school. Like I credit becoming a functioning adult who doesn't need heavy therapy to them and it's not them specifically, like I'm not going to sit here and be like, I talk to them every night and they made my life, no, and I don't want to put that like responsibility on them, but their music specifically. So I do hold them very, very near and dear to my heart and I grew up with them and I just love them so much and I would talk about them for the rest of my life, which is pretty much what this whole podcast is. So if you're not like a big fangirl, this may not be the episode for you. If you are a big fangirl, girl, 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 girl bestie hit me up in the dms because we can talk about this all day long you know so yeah i the minute i found out about luke hemmings my life changed forever and up until i met josh i genuinely believed that he was my soulmate and then when i met josh and realized that he's probably actually my soulmate and it makes more sense um yeah i i just had such a deep love for that man anyway crazy coincidences like we went to London with my school trip like my school did like an art trip to London one time and my sister and I both got to go and when we were in London Five Sauce was playing at Wembley Arena and I tried to go but we couldn't sneak out because we had curfew and it hurt my whole world but I thought that that would be the time I got to meet him and I really genuinely thought that I would see them on the street. Like I kept an eye out for Selena. That was where I was at. And I did see Tom Daly in the Metro. I didn't stop him. If you don't know who he is, he's an Olympic diver. I thought he was very attractive as well. As you could tell, I was like a 15 year old girl with a lot of hormones raging. Um, but, oh, that was a whole nother world. I'm like posting about One Direction on my secret One Direction account that no one knew about while I'm in London. Like. Are you kidding? I did see the figures there, like the wax figures, and that was amazing. Some other crazy things. I'm trying to think of crazy things that happened. Uh, Drag Me Down came out. They dropped it unexpectedly the night before my concert. So I was the first one, along with the other people that were there, to hear Drag Me Down live. Um, love them. Funny thing about Five Sauce, we saw their sound check. We waited in line all day, and we were like second row, and there's only like 30 people allowed in the sound check and I might have told this on the podcast because it is my proudest moment also my biggest embarrassment um we were all sitting there and Luke kept looking at me and I knew I'm like I didn't even know what manifesting was then and in my head I'm like this is it he's gonna take me away I'm not gonna have to go take a test on Monday like oh, this man it is time work your magic so I'm sitting there being all cute and stuff. I curled my hair. I did my best black eyeliner for this. And my sister notices that Luke's staring at me. And she knows the love I have for this man. She knows. She knows. And you know what she does? She reaches her arm out and like hits me. Like if you're watching on video, you can see. But she like smacks me across the chest to be like, hey, Luke's looking at you. But in the process, she hits me in the boob. And as a growing girl with growing hormones, I double over. And I'm like, oh my god, that fucking hurt. And my sister was like, Luke's looking at you. And Luke 
at that moment stopped looking at me. He kind of laughed and then went on to look at someone else. And rumor has it he did end up taking a different girl back to the hotel. But rumors are rumors. I don't know if that's true. It's like so-and-so said so-and-so who goes to so-and-so said, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm, Mikey laughed at it. Michael laughed at it. So the proudest and worst moment of my life, genuinely, because I made Michael laugh. But I also ruined my, well, my sister ruined my shot with Luke and I secretly never forgave her for that because in my little preteen, well, I wasn't preteen, in my little teen head, I said, you know what? Luke and I, we're going, we're leaving this place together, me and him. But he does know what I look like now. Like he doesn't remember it, obviously, but I remember it, you know? What else? There are so many crazy things. I don't even know where to start. There's so many things I could talk about. Like I lived and breathed for One Direction and everything that happened. I felt like a little like news reporter who was reporting One Direction 24 seven. So I was like researcher, editor, presenter, report, like I did it all. I held myself a little business. And I remember, do you remember like Mr. X? or Malcolm, Mr. X, it's not Malcolm X, that's way wrong. Um, apparently Mr. X would do threatening tweets and he said that something bad was gonna happen at a One Direction concert and all the fans got upset because they thought that One Direction was gonna get hurt at this concert and it turns out nothing happened. That was a defining moment in my time as a preteen. I saw my life flash before my eyes. Then there was also the time that Harry Styles dated Taylor Swift and I'm not saying as an expert in this topic, as an expert in all things Harry Styles and Taylor Swift, I'm totally joking, I really don't know. From what I know about celebrities and how deep, how in deep I was at that time, because you've got to remember One Direction was playing Madison Square Garden when they came out. This was a huge deal. I genuinely think that it started, and I was talking to someone about this today, weirdly enough. I genuinely think it started as a PR stunt. Do I think it ended as one? No. But I think it started as a PR stunt and then they were like, wait, we actually kind of like each other. And that's why I think there's no quote unquote bad blood between them because they, it was a PR stunt. Like they, they kind of already knew each other and they were like, oh, we should do this. And then I think it turned into them dating, but then they realized how much hate, you know, the world literally, um, erupted and they just were like maybe we shouldn't do this like I don't know why they broke up but I think it started as a PR stunt they ended up liking each other and then they broke up and part of me hopes that maybe in the distant future or not so distant when they're both grown up they've all sown their oats they look at each other and they're like you actually were the one and then they get back together so those are just theories. I'm not saying there's any credibility in any of that other than I was a nosy teenager who knew everything about every celebrity that I cared about. Do you guys remember when, not to change the topic, but do you guys remember when One Direction and Big Time Rush fans hated each other because we both couldn't have like a good band? Like we went toe to toe to be the better boy band. And I think we know who won. I think we do, but those were the days, like that was my biggest concern, is who is the better boy band, One Direction or Big Time Rush? Now, let's talk about something else. I don't wanna bring it up, but I have to. We're gonna talk about Zayn leaving the band. I remember where I was, 
I remember what I was doing. It was sophomore year of high school. I was, damn, that was, so, that was so long. Oh my God. Sorry, I just saw my life flash before my eyes. Anyway, I was sitting in world views. No, that's not, it was like part two of history. I can't remember what it was called. It was like world civic, something, civil, civic, I don't know. It was like a fancy word for, we we're in history class, but it's part two of history because we did the part one in freshman year. So we're learning about, I think, uh, World War II. And I'm sitting there in the back. And one thing about my school is I went to a private school, so they can do whatever they want. Private schools in America can literally do whatever they want. They don't have to abide by any public school laws for the most part. Like there's no such thing as truancy. Um, they can paddle you and they did paddle at my high school. I think they quit literally my freshman year. Um, it's a whole different world than public school, like totally different. So if you were caught on your phone, they took your phone and left it in the principal's office for 24 hours. So it's not like, oh, I'll give you your phone back at the end of class. It's like your phone was taken for a full 24 hours before you could get it back. So I usually wasn't on my phone, but this class, I hate history it's just not my thing I don't know what it is I just don't vibe with it so I sat in the very back which is a recipe for disaster because if you put me in the back I'm not gonna pay attention which I later found out was ADHD but I did not find that out so much later in my life so I'm sitting in the back I have my binder leaning against the table in my lap so you can't see anything I'm doing in my lap and I'm playing on my phone mistake number one you know why that's mistake number one because you know I had every single one direction notification possible twitter instagram youtube whatever vine which was a thing back then i had all of my notifications on and little old me gets the twitter notification that zane is leaving the band the official statement tears immediate tears and my teacher who i remember you miss badgley and i feel like you don't like me i really feel like you don't i don't know if you do like me i really hope you do because I didn't have a problem with you, but I just always felt like you didn't like me. Um, she looks at me and she's like, Grace, why are you crying? What, what are you crying? Like, we're, we're in history class. And I'm like, oh, nothing. I just have allergies. I'm so full on sobbing. She's like, are you on your phone? No. And everyone knows. Everyone knows I'm on my phone. They can see me. If they're sitting next to me, they can see me. And the girl next to me was also a directioner. And I'm like, Zane, Zane, Zane left the bed. Band, and she's like what the fuck are you talking about literally this girl and I were ride or die we will go into the bathroom put our headphones in and watch the music videos the minute they came out in bathroom so I'm like what the fuck I'm trying to hold my shit together through this class and then I remember the next class I had one more class after that before the end of the day and that was geometry our geometry teacher was the strictest teacher in the school I love her I still love her to this day hey Miss Purvis I doubt you're watching this but if you are love you you taught me some valuable life lessons she was also the hardest teacher like she was so she would get you in trouble for so much she was so hard on you if you didn't do well on a test she would hand you an application to McDonald's like or Walmart like she would just she was so hard on you and she pushed me to be better and it's the only class I got to be in all of my high school career. So yeah, thanks. Thanks, Miss Purvis. You, you really pushed me. 
but it's not a class you want to go into when you are crying over One Direction because how do you know that One Direction left the band? You have no access to the outside world because you're not supposed to be on your phone from this time to this time and we don't have Chromebooks or anything. You're not allowed to be on technology unless it's like technology time. So I'm not supposed to know this information. And I knew that Miss Purvis would catch me. She would know. She's smart. She would know that if I knew that One Direction left the band, that something was going on. Like she would know that I was on my phone. So I get to the next class and the girl that I'm friends with, we're both talking. She's not crying. I don't think she was really ever a fan of Zayn. I think she was more of a Harry ride or die. But I love them all. I love Zayn. I literally did a painting of Zayn's tattoo with a watercolor of Zayn connected to the tattoo in high school. I was I I, I was very artsy, but I like. I just always had an appreciation for him. I still do. Um, but he, yeah, he, he exited the band. And I just, oh, Miss Purvis knew something was up. But thank God she was a G that day because she didn't ask questions. I was crying. Tears streaming down my face all through class. Did not ask questions. And I appreciate her for that. She probably thought I was just being hormonal, whatever. But thank you, Miss Purvis, for that. So... That was a traumatic experience. Um, did you watch Zayn on Call Her Daddy? Fast forwarding like a ton. I did. And it all made sense. If you didn't watch, I'm going to spoil it for you. He said the reason he left the band is because he could see that people were not going to re-sign their contracts. Because we all knew their contract was ending and they'd have to re-sign it. And we were actually like telling them all of the fans didn't want them to re-sign. Because they didn't have like great rights. Like... I'm sure you all know from Taylor Swift, if you have any connection to pop culture, that your first deal usually sucks and you usually don't have very many rights or like ownership to anything you do. So obviously they didn't. They were just like the small boy band who came in third from the X Factor. They didn't expect them to blow up like that. So they didn't have a great deal going on. Um, and I don't know who, he didn't say who in the Call Her Daddy episode, but one of them they knew was not going to sign. And so we were all hoping they didn't sign. They signed with someone else because we didn't really like the deal they had either. But Zayn knew someone wasn't going to sign and he knew they were going to break up. And so he wanted to be the first one to get an album out and get his name out there. So that's why he left. Which, respect, that makes me a lot happier than I thought he was. I literally thought he was just miserable his entire time in the band. Like, I thought he just hated it and never wanted to be in a band in the first place. So that was very heartening. Well, heartening? That was very heartwarming to hear that he looks back on those memories more fondly than all this time, literally until like a month ago. So he left the band March 25th. I remember the date, my sophomore year of high school. So I've been out of high school for six years now so that was eight years ago he left the band march 25th eight years ago until a month ago i really it haunted me because i thought he hated his time in the band obviously not so that's good to know other news liam Payne. i don't liam i know i didn't watch the interview where he basically said he was the ringleader i get it i get why he would say that so i'm not like as mad at him as some other people are but I also lost respect for him that everyone was just so like in it together and looked on the band so like fondly and like 
we were all a part of it and he just like kind of ruined that and I honestly never got good vibes from Liam I'm a big vibes person and I didn't like I know I don't have the authority to say that I've never met him and I'm gonna sit here and say I've never met him I've never sat down and had a conversation with him but based off energy I never got the best vibes from him so I wasn't surprised to hear that and obviously his career is not going as well as he would have liked like Louis has a very set audience in Europe he does very well there Niall is just doing his own thing Niall's so happy so carefree he's vibing Harry is obviously freaking international stardom we all knew that was gonna happen I'm very sad I haven't gone to any of his solo concerts because I couldn't afford them because college and trying to get on my feet after college um who am I missing Zane and Zane's just vibing I'm hoping he goes back on tour soon I honestly think the reason he hasn't like him not going on tour has really hindered his career and that's a personal statement I'm not like anything I say is just my opinion I am not the cred a credible source here to be like well Grace said no this is just my personal opinion based on someone who's been a fan of them as long as I have and has watched their every public move that I possibly could um yeah, I feel like if Zayn would have gone on tour, he would have gotten a lot bigger because look at how much the Air Store has grown Taylor Swift's fandom. I mean, everyone knows of Taylor Swift and she's always been great, but I just feel like when you go on tour, like you grow as an artist because you bring more people in. Like my boyfriend going to Five Sauce with me, he now has some Five Sauce songs on his like songs on Spotify that are in his rotation. Like that's just how it goes. That's just how being a musician goes so I'm hoping that he goes on tour soon but this just turned into a big One Direction rant um I thought this was gonna be about all fandoms and I did ask a bunch of people like give me your opinion on this I asked on TikTok I asked on YouTube I asked on Instagram and what I can say is y'all really love Taylor Swift which same I love her I have done so many episodes on her so I don't really feel bad that I didn't talk about her this time but I just really need to get that out. Thank you guys for letting this be a safe space. Please don't think that I'm weird or crazy because we all went there. The hottest girls, and prove me wrong, but the hottest girls were fangirls in high school. The hottest girls, okay? We were the, like, we were fangirls in high school, all right? So please refer to me as Hannah Montana from this point forward. I love you guys so much. I'll be back with a self-growth, more on-brand podcast episode on Sunday. I just really thought this would be a fun episode to do, so I really hope you enjoyed it. I really hope you can relate to it. If you're on YouTube, comment down below. I want to have conversations about this. You can DM me on Instagram. I want to know your life as a fangirl, former fangirl, whatever you want to call it, but I think that is it. I upload every single Wednesday and Sunday. If you're not already, don't forget to follow on whatever platform you're on. Please, please, please leave a rating, review, or like. It takes about 0.2 seconds. See, that's how long it takes. And it can change my life. It makes the podcast literally blow up. I think that's it. Maybe. Oh, don't forget to share with your bestie who you think would also love this podcast. We are a community of women helping you become the best version of yourself. We love each other. We are supportive of each other. And it's just a vibe. Come vibe out with us. 
Also, don't forget that my new podcast, Haunting My Boyfriend with My Boyfriend, is launching mid-September. I will leave the link down below. It is gonna be a vibe, so keep up with us for that. We filmed our first episode yesterday, and it was a lot of fun. I'm excited to film it, get it ready to go, or edit it, get it ready to go, and have a good time. I'm talking really fast. I need to leave for Target in 16 minutes, and I'm probably gonna leave early because who doesn't love Target? So, yeah, I love you guys so, so much, and I will talk to you in my next podcast episode. Bye, guys.